Greetings to all our beautiful listeners. Welcome to the Empowerment Podcast. Speaking, it is Lunga. Mr. Arthur Kumaro, um, hope we are having a great day, having a great time. Um, today, this is a, going to be a special episode uh, because we'll be shining the light on Ubuntu NPO and we'll be talking with the founder, uh, Amgela Makanya. But before we go to her, um, don't forget to like our social pages on all our, on all our social platforms. We are available on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook as Empowerment Podcast. Um, also, don't forget that uh, we are available on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are hoping to, to, to have more people over there because we have a lot of content planned for you. And I hope you definitely fell in love with it. Thank you so much for continuous support and for continuing to tune into the Empowerment Podcast. Um, yesterday, I was checking our stats. We just reached 13,000. So that's that's great, I hope. Um, so continue spreading the word. Continue listening to us, sharing the podcast on all your social platform. It helps us a lot. Um, yes, without any further ado, let me just go straight to introducing and welcoming our guest. As I said, we'll be shining the light on Ubuntu NPO. Um, and we'll be talking to the founder herself, uh, Wamgela Makang. So Wamgela, welcome to the Empowerment Podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. How have you been? We, I've been great. I've been wonderful. Um, um, thank you so much for, for that and for letting us know um, of how you're doing. Um, okay, let's go to our, our questions that we have for you today. Before we go into talking about the NPO you're running, I think it's very much important we get to know you first and get to know why you do what you do. But before we go there, um, what I'd like to know is, um, tell us more about yourself and what do you remember about yourself growing up? Um, so as mentioned, my name is Amgela Makanya. I'm from Durban. I reside in Amanzan Dodi. Um, yeah, I, I've had a lovely journey in life. Um, I've been very much privileged, um, to live a comfortable life um, with both parents um, in a very loving family from both families. Um, my mom's of the family and my dad's of the family. Wow. Um, I'm the only child, um, but I didn't feel like an only child while growing up um, because I was into sports. Um, I always tell... Okay. My family and friends, especially my friends, I always say, Guti, um, tennis is like a, 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 a rite of passage in my family. Um, okay. Everybody had to play tennis. Um, and yeah. it was up to you whether you want to continue playing league or you want to play social. Um, I have a cousin of mine that continued playing league and he's currently overseas playing first division. So first division is like the highest level of professionalism in tennis um so i ended just i ended up playing league but i ended in 2017 playing league and now i just play socially but um besides that i only feel being an only child managing game dollar um you know there are some things that i want to talk about that i can't really communicate with you know 
yeah. um yeah. i would love to speak to somebody that's my age um and i don't <laughs> have somebody that's um, my age in my household yeah. but um god has blessed me with um cousins and i have i'm very close with my cousins um okay. so yeah i do feel like an early child now but at the same time i also don't feel it um in terms of primary school i i i did my education in, at Ackland park then i went to Durban girls college for high school then um i went to monash um mm. monash south africa for for university but then i transferred to varsity college um in 2018 and then i just continued with my degree um at varsity college i studied english and communication science um which landed me in the industry of marketing and communications um i wanted to be a journalist but um i received work experience at the durban chamber of commerce um and it made me fall in love with marketing and corporate communication so that's where i am professionally um but i have this baby called ubuntu um community advocacy um is a seed that was planted by mkulwami um both mm-hmm. my grandfathers from my mom's side and my dad's side um you know my mom always shares with Kulbaba would wake up at four o'clock in the morning and he would build um you know coffins made out of wood for umpagati wow. because people couldn't afford um to buy like you know ipogis mm-hmm. um and was for everybody he was a counselor um in his area so he not only did he open up his home um mm. he also did things to give back to the community um and then from my dad of the family Obab Desmond Mkul Desmond um yeah no he was a a mover and a shaker that one mm. um he actually won um a living legend award um a few wow. years ago before he passed on um because he valued history um and he valued the area of Adams Swakulela Adams um Adams mission in the south coast um and he he made it his mission to uplift the area that he lived in so by engaging with abandabati lokuthi kubakhona manzi endaweni ubukhona ugesi endaweni ubukhona library um you know kubakhona ama students afunda ngeposi um he did a lot um to ensure that his community is well looked after most importantly mm. educated mm. most importantly also playing sports um okay. tennis back in the day was a very um well-known sport at yeah. Dempsey there's a lot of people that have um succeeded through um sports um mm. due to um my grandfather so i i guess i took the baton from both my families um and i just yeah. germinated <laughs> the seed i guess um and i started my own npo called ubuntu we've been running for the past 5 years um and it's been a very impactful journey um okay. we are driven by passion and yeah yeah 
Um, wow, I'm seeing that. Uh, so this thing of being a philanthropist, it's genetic for you. It's it runs in the family. It's not something that just starts with you. It's something that that is in you, if we may put it. So wow, that's beautiful to hear and to know. So you have already mm-hmm. started, but tell us more about Ubuntu. Um, what we are interested to know is how it started and why you started it. So Ubuntu started in 2019. Um, and the reason why we started it was because we saw a gap within the community, um, within schools, should I say. Um, my my aunt and my, my father um, are principals um, in underprivileged schools. And um, there are a lot of resources that they are missing. And I took it upon myself with my friends um, that know actually let us try and see how we can fill this gap and bridge the gap um, not only in um, the schools that we know but that are surrounding the areas that we're in so I always say that charity begins at home um, so we started off with schools that um, my family members are headmasters of um, same with my volunteers. We have a database of 48 volunteers. Um, and some of them, their parents are headmasters and teachers. Um, so that's what I mean by saying that charity begins at home, where we assist these schools um, by providing resources that they need. So at the beginning of each year, um, we, we, we ask for a list um, of things that the schools need and then we will pick and choose which items that we can deliver on based on the connections and the resources that we have so for okay. example um you know one of the schools has asked us to le- renovate their library um you know on a daily basis we asked to deliver water um we started off with a pad drive one of our schools um asked for pads um, and we weren't aware that um, sanitary pads are such a big issue that girls actually miss five to seven days of school just because they don't have a sanitary pad pad due to feasibility they can't afford one Um, and that really um, hurt me personally at a personal level Um, and I've made it my mission in life that we're going to try our very best um, to not have a girl child miss school. And in order for us to do that, we need to engage with the community and see how we can help and get as many pads as possible. So I remember when I first started the pad drives, um, we collected like 200 pads in one week and we donated them. Um, and then we went on the numbers started increasing we we started donating 1000 pads then 1.5 pads now we're sitting at donating 4000 pads (laughs) and we donate to six schools like Teguin wow and um, through the grace of God um, last year late last year we were able to make connection with um an organization based in the the usa the united states Mm -hmm. um 
this girl that the leader of this organization she's also very passionate about ending period poverty um and for her she ends it in in prison she believes wow. that the women in prison are already being punished by them being removed out of society but there's no need for them to be punished even more by not getting basic feminine care okay so she believes that in the USA um feminine products such as sanitary pads should be given to women in prison for free of charge so that is the the the, the mission that she's fighting which is different um and she's actually trying to get it into the law like that's how um intense it is for her she she wants to get it into the legislature of okay. the USA at the wow. moment she's doing it in her state um yeah. but with us engaging with her she said that she's going to donate 11,000 pads sure. to That's us a lot. so we are expecting that shipment we are very much excited um i always just like i always pinch myself and i'm always thinking oh my gosh just from us and within these 5 years from us just donating 200 pads Mm. We were just happy with donating 4000 pads but now yeah. we more than doubled the amount we sitting at 11000 pads that we're going to be donating within this year and the years to come and um, and maybe one day we we're going to donate more but yeah. we're just happy about keeping a girl child in school I'd like to ask you something I know maybe this is out of the set of questions that we have had but I'm sure you we're going to be able to answer this because it's an answer that only a person who has done or who's doing the work who can answer. How important has it, has it been for you to be persistent with what you're doing because I'm sure a lot of people whenever they hear such things and even your storyline, your even your background, some might think she's able to do it because maybe she she comes from a family that supports her or maybe from a family that is well off, you know. um it's easy for people to assume so and maybe whenever we see such organization as yours we think it's possible maybe they have a financial backup or a, a sponsor somewhere but how has it been for you to to drive and to be persistent and to stick to the vision and to the goal because sometimes you know these sponsors or the people that who want to help they they may help but at some point they have a, their own agendas for helping but i'm not there But I just want to know what what has kept you going even when you know you find a sponsor sometimes a sponsor might just take it to the other side of your vision how do you go about doing that and how do you tackle such things if it ever happened Um I think I'm just very fortunate to have supportive parents supportive family supportive friends and the Durban community at large um and i think <laughs> it's also the grace of god because um whenever i knock on a door it's automatically opened um um i i've never um engaged in a conversation where i'm asking for help and i'm i'm not granted that help um i think people are very kind um people are very caring and people see the need of giving back um whenever i share stories of why we're doing what we're doing because we want to uplift umpagati 
um, people are moved. Um, people want to be part of that story and also contribute in one way or another. When it comes to financial support, um, it started off with myself um, and my parents and my family. Um, but over the years, we are trying to sharpen our professional side um, and become more relevant to the business market um, by starting to engage with different corporates, um, starting to have particular stakeholders that are going to fund us. Um, and we do have some, and those, the ones that we have, have been keeping us going. Um, and we are currently working on getting more partners and stakeholders. Um, but at a personal capacity, um, I think when it comes to being a social entrepreneur, it's something that needs to come within you. Um, it's very important for you to be passionate about it um, because there are times where I feel like, you know what, I'm done. Like, I'm yeah. done. This is too much for me. Um, like, I'm done, you know. It does yeah. get a bit stressful. Yeah. Um, but then like you know i wake up the next day and i'm just like actually no i'm not done like, <laughs> there's so much that i still need to do sure. there's no way that i can be done what do you mean i'm done i'm gala you know yeah. so um i'm very much passionate about um assisting the community um i've never engaged with people that have another agenda um, mm -hmm. That's why I also say that I, it's through the grace of God because God okay. has given me um, people that just want to ensure that Ubuntu continues, mm. Ubuntu's doors are open, and Ubuntu mm. grows, you know? Um, sure. I've never engaged with people that take us otherwise or want to do otherwise. Um, we've always just been in a positive light um internally and externally and yeah. and yeah yeah good for you man hey go bang is it's 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 not easy like it's not it's definitely not easy it's a jungle um, but yeah yeah it's just a journey that you just need to um partake in Hey, for me, I'm just I'm just happy that there are people who are still kind out there, who are still willing to see a good and authentic initiative drive, because we are living mm. in a world of. Um, I think we are we are at a point whereby if I do something for you, it's 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 a it's a, it's a it's a society where I scratch your back, you scratch mine type of world, and mm. I know people can take what I'm saying to the extremes, but all I'm saying is that. Whenever you're doing something for the for another person in our days, normally people expect something in return. It's we we, we are far way off. Uh, uh, even in the word as as the name of your organization Ubuntu, we are far from that in these days and time. And you might even think we we are no longer Africans. We are no longer the people that we are. Let alone being African, as if we are the only kind people. Being people in general, you know. It's as if we are far away from them. So seeing even organizations such as yours taking care and being mindful of the next person, a, a child at school, you know, a lady, you know, who's going through her periods, you know, being mindful of them 
and not looking at yourself as Omgel and what you have achieved and what you can achieve for yourself and gain for your own self, but be mindful of another person, you know, and reaching out to them and trying to help and getting all your connections to help a stranger, a total stranger. You know, I think that is something that is very big and we need really to shine a light to such things as the society and make such things known and and celebrate such good things that are happening so that even the next person can be inspired to do so in the next but hey what can we say so moving on with our question i'd like to know how important it is for you to help a growing child uh, at school because whenever i'm hearing you as you as we are talking you're talking more about schools schools so i guess ubuntu npo works mostly with schools so how important it is for you to help a growing child at school and how much of an impact are you seeing your organization do doing in the next few in the near future um it's very important for us to engage with schools um because that's where our future leaders are um within the schools whether it's a primary school whether it's a high school um so in terms of impact we have motivational talks we started engaging with motivational talks um with an organization that's based in Johannesburg um it's called Sister Seminar Foundation and they tackle issues such as teenage pregnancy such as drug abuse um and just raising awareness about the importance of education and um this year they asked us to collaborate with them um for these motivational um talks and we agreed because we truly do believe that as much as we are donating sanitary pads or donating water or donating toilet seats whatever that the school the schools that we support have asked for but it's important for us to engage in a conversation and be like actually um young black african child this is what you need to know and in order for you to grow you need to know 1 2 and 3 and in order for you to achieve 1 2 and 3 you need to be educated you need to be educated so um we try our best to 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 make an impact through raising awareness about the importance of education mm-hmm. and um we are currently planning more motivational talks in in Johannesburg and um hopefully they're going to filter down and come to to Durban um mm-hmm. to our to our adopted schools here like Tegwin mm-hmm. um so yeah wait what was what 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 was the second part of the question how much of an impact have you done so like i said um our impact is more regarding resources like tangible resources okay. um in terms of the impact regarding school kids and their individual journeys we cannot measure that for now however we are um in the pipelines of um wanting to create a connection between a matriculant so somebody that has matriculated and 
a tertiary education. So for the students that cannot afford tertiary education or that do not be granted NESFAS, what happens to them? Where do they go? You know, mm. um, we currently in the pipelines trying to figure that out and see how we can assist there. Um, I think you can ask me this question again, <laughs> maybe <laughs> next year or in two years, once we've figured out um, how can we assist a matric learner um, to be part of a tertiary education and also get a job. Um, so I think that particular project will be one student at a time, um, considering resources, but mm. hopefully we'll be able to help everybody at the end of the day. Yeah, wow. Um, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And, you know, um, I just have to say you are doing a great job. Um, with the people obviously working with you and even the people you have partnered with, I think what you're doing is really, really great and it's it's needed in in our generation and time, you know. And I really hope that Ubuntu goes far and beyond your wildest imagination. Um, we are now about to close up, but before I let you go, I would like to I would like to give you an opportunity to do your closing remarks. And if you would like people to get in touch with you regarding anything, how they can sponsor or how they could get sponsorship from you or how can they invite you to their schools, um, you could also share details if you're comfortable with that. But yeah, over to you with your closing remarks. Um, I just want to say thank you. Uh, thank you for this opportunity for being featured um, in the Empowerment Podcast. Thank you to my family, my friends, and the Durban community at large for your support. I don't think um, I would be where I am if it wasn't for you. I don't think Ubuntu would be where it's at if it wasn't for for you. Um, we truly are practicing uh, and living the philosophy of Ubuntu, which is Ubuntu Ubuntu Ngabantu, meaning I am because you are, you are because I am truly 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 is and um i'm i'm grateful and i'll forever be grateful um regarding how um people can get in touch um they can email us um our email address is ubuntu npo at outlook.com or they can reach out to us on instagram um all of our social media handle social media platforms have the same handle which is at underscore Ubuntu NPO. Um, or they can reach out to me personally. My number is 0693177948. Yeah. Thank you so much for making time to be with us. And we, again, we as the Empowerment Podcast wish you all the best um, in whatever you're planning. And let us know so that we could come along with you some of the schools you're visiting and so that we could be part of the of the great work you're doing um i'm sure my team and i would love that um all the best and thank you so much to all our listeners who have been listening to this episodes um we love you and continue to also supporting us we appreciate it um yeah thank you man empowerment podcast inspire equip and empower <laughs>